Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Among all the major feasts of the church, this feast is the red-headed stepchild. It falls during the great season of Eastertide as we celebrate resurrection. It falls when we are already starting to look towards that other major feast, Pentecost, when we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit. It comes at an awkward time, and frankly, most churches just skip it. Even scripture provides us with fairly slim detail. Matthew and John reference it only obliquely, but without any description of the event itself. Mark just says that Jesus was taken up into heaven to sit at the right hand of God, but doesn't provide any detail. Only the Gospel of Luke and the book of the Acts of the Apostles gives us anything real to go on, and even they don't quite agree, though they're written by the same author. In the Acts of the Apostles, we're told that Jesus appears to the Apostles for 40 days, teaches about the kingdom of God, promising that they will be baptized by the Holy Spirit. When the apostles ask if this is the time Jesus will restore the kingdom to Israel, Jesus tells them that it's not for them to know. The timeline of God is God's job, and their job is to receive the Holy Spirit and to be Jesus' witnesses in Jerusalem, the surrounding lands, and to the ends of the earth. And then he's lifted up, and while they're all gazing, Thunderstruck and amazed up towards heaven, two men in white appear and ask, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? But in the Gospel of Luke, the ascension occurs on Easter afternoon, after Jesus appears twice to his disciples. First, Jesus opens their minds to all the scriptures, and then he tells them to be his witnesses that they will receive power from God, and then he blesses them as he ascends. The disciples then return to Jerusalem with joy, worshiping and giving thanks to God. So on this feast day, a day as important in our calendar as Christmas and Easter and Pentecost, a day we affirm every Sunday in our creeds, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. On this feast day, we celebrate an event described in only two of our Gospels, an event that most of us don't quite know what to do with. And that's because it seems very odd to we 21st century Christians. After all, the image of Jesus being kind of lifted up, beam me up Scotty, carried into heaven, even described as entering a cloud which takes him out of their sight, well, it seems a little hokey. And that's because it's based on a 
pre-modern understanding of the universe where hell is below us and we're all hanging out here and heaven is way up above us, above the clouds. But the ascension, the ascension is essential. In Jesus' appearance to Mary Magdalene in John's Gospel, he says, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father. I am ascending to my God and your God. Jesus must ascend in order to fulfill all the promises of the Incarnation to fulfill his promise that he is going ahead of us to prepare a place for us. This is our assurance that where Jesus goes, we will one day follow. In the meantime, however, we have been given work to do. That's why the two men in those white robes, angels, asked the disciples as they gaze upward, men of Galilee, why are you standing looking up toward heaven? And this question, of course, echoes the question that the angel asks at the empty tomb on Easter. Why do you look for the living among the dead? For as usual, we're looking in the wrong place we look for the living among the dead. We gaze up at heaven rather than out into the world. After all, Jesus has blessed us, taught us scripture, and sent us out to be his witnesses. The ascension is not about Jesus's absence. Rather, the ascension is about Jesus's presence in the world in an entirely new way. Rather than looking up to heaven, we are called to be assured of our place there one day. And then, then, as we're blessing God, we are then to look out into the world. We're called to be confident in the blessing Jesus left with his apostles and for us to be witnesses to God's love and God's forgiveness. Rather than worrying about where Jesus has gone and when he might come back, we're called to spread good news now, that the kingdom of God has already begun. And we're meant to spread that news here, here at 16th and Central, here in Indianapolis, throughout the Midwest, and yes, to the ends of the earth. Jesus' ascension does not mean that he is absent from our lives. No, Jesus has rejoined the Father and with the Holy Spirit is still involved in our lives, calling us to do the work that God created us to do, showed us how to do, and continues to inspire us to do. We are not left alone today. No, rather, we are blessed so that we might be a blessing to others. We are witnesses to good news. We have the Holy Spirit to inspire and comfort us as we go out. So beloved, let us not stand looking up to heaven. Let us not look 
for the living among the dead. Let's go out among the living. Let's look out into the world and spread the good news, the love, the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.